my wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember. I am Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. I'm Rusty. Welcome to this episode where we are going to delve into <clears throat> what was known as the Corys. And I suppose they still are kind of known as the Corys, um, even though one of them is no longer with us. But the yeah. teen heartthrob phenomenon that was the Corys from the 80s into oh, maybe the early 90s. I'm not exactly sure. But um yeah, that's that's our topic for today's episode. So uh, let's get on with it. Were you guys a huge fan of the Corys? You know, I was. Um, I liked Corey Haim. I thought Corey Haim was pretty cool. Um, I, I thought he was a good-looking kid. And I, I remember thinking in Stand By, or not in Stand By Me, but in, um, in Dream a Little Dream, um, the the Lost Boys. I remember thinking, this guy's going to be around a long time. He's going to be a really good-looking dude. And wow, did he take a turn? You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, look suffered. Um, you know, he couldn't act anymore, really. Uh, his talent suffered. I mean, he just drugs and alcohol took their toll on him. At um, a young age. <laughs> at a really young age. Yeah. yeah. And then it just and everything kind of eroded quickly for him. So it was kind of sad. It was sad to watch. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um I was never really in to the quarries. I and I was surprised as in my research that they're only a year older than me. Um, yeah, they were born in 71. You're right. Yeah. Old, you're older than me, too. Yep. <clears throat> Which I found surprising because I don't know. I guess I thought maybe they were so much older right. than that at the time. But <clears throat> I was never really into the Corys. I thought Corey <laughs> Haim was probably the more talented of the two and definitely the better looking of the two. Oh, for sure. Um, there. Yeah. So it is. It's really sad. Uh when you think about all the shit that's gone down and happened to them or him in particular. Feldman um, back in the eighties was the one that I remembered more. I don't know if that was just because, because he was such a, a kind of an odd presence on screen or something. He was, he was, he was, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but his well, acting being, credits. Oh, go ahead, Rusty. I was going to say, being a little younger, my main connection with Corey Feldman, which I didn't know until later, was as the voice of Donatello in the... Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. I didn't know that either until looking up, you know... Makes sense. Right? Makes a lot of sense in retrospect, but... You know, it's weird. To me, I always thought Feldman actually was a better actor. Um, he was in Stand By Me, and he was fantastic. He was really good. Um, he, had a, he had a lot oh, of good yeah. scenes. He talked about the relationship with his dad and stuff, and... Um, he was great in Stand By Me. And I thought, wow, he's a really good actor. He's not good looking. That's never going to happen for him. That heartthrob thing is just not going to go. But he's a good actor. He'll be around for a while. But he did some silly shit, too. He got weird with the whole Michael Jackson thing. Yeah. Um, he really did. I mean, really weird. But his acting credits go all the way back to 1978. That's what surprised me a little bit all the way back to eight is enough he was on an episode of eight is enough that's a long time man yeah and then he was on an episode of alice called boy orphan two alice is in linda lavin yeah really yep okay 
Wow. He's boy orphan number two, so it's not a big part. Sure, right. But still, that's way back. Um, he was the best I... boy orphan, though, in my opinion. He stood out. <laughs> he nailed it. He definitely he had a presence. It. He had a presence in that episode. <laughs> he was also on. He made in, the most of it. He was also in an episode of Angie. Oh, I remember that Donna Pascal. Yeah, and uh, the dude from Airplane. Yeah, um, Robert Hayes. Hayes, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it seems. Wow. Love it finds. <laughs> <laughs> now Feldman was talented, but. After a while, in his, I guess, maybe, I think, late teens, he started dressing like Michael Jackson. He started trying to sing like Michael Jackson. He, yes. started to, he wanted to embark on this musical career. Um, and it just got really weird. It really weird really fast. Mm-hmm. And, his career, and his career took a hit. No one really wanted him to be in movies anymore because he was so crazy. Dig this. He's kind of a, he, he was a head case. Did, did you know that there was... A Bad News Bears TV series that he was in for one season. Oh, God, I vaguely yeah. remember that. Vaguely remember it. 79 to, that? 79 to 80, he played a character named Reggie Tower. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he was on okay. an episode of Mork and Mindy. He was on. God, a, he was all over the place. He was man. on the love boat a couple of times. Yeah, he was... His... Filmography, I guess, is is way more impressive than Hames, um, even in their younger years. Um, yeah. Because because Feldman was also um, well, yeah, like you said, Goonies, Stand by Me. Um, mm-hmm. He was also in The Burbs. Um, yes, he got a little older with Tom Hanks. Yeah, he was annoying a, in that movie. Yeah, it, well, the movie <laughs> itself was, you know, it was silly, kind of a goofball kind of thing. <clears throat> but yeah, so it in. So you kind of, you know, <laughs> what made him snap exactly, like you said, like going to the whole Michael Jackson mm-hmm. wannabe kind of thing. Just it's just to me, it's just really weird. It's just it is weird. It's, it's really it's, fucking it's weird. It's kind of fascinating. I mean, you look at child actors and wow, he is like the best case of a child actor because he's <laughs> it's been his whole life, man. That's all he's ever done. Right. Yeah. It's TV and movies. That's it. He started way younger than Haim did. Exactly. He Absolutely, knows nothing yes. else. The only thing he knows is the entertainment industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a weird life. You know, yeah. and then you and then you run across somebody like, you know, MJ and start hanging out with, you know, Michael Jackson at the, you know, Neverland or whatever. And you're gonna go nuts. At some point you're gonna go a little crazy. <laughs> and and he did. And that was happening to him all the way back in the early nineties. <laughs> I remember him, there's a clip of him. And his group where he's like singing and dancing like Mike. He's decked out like Michael Jackson on the Howard uh, Stern show, on the Howard yeah. Stern television show that that he had back in the early 90s, if you remember that. He's mm-hmm. doing a song called What's Up With The Youth. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That just wow. sounds potent. It was because Howard Stern introduces him and i don't know it was a character that howard stern was playing where he was wearing like a bald skin cap and mm-hmm. and and he and he kind of talks kind of funny like this and you, oh you might you might recognize it if you see it okay i did but i had no recollection of it being howard stern well i i told you guys before the show started um i listened to something last night that 
made it kind of difficult to go to sleep. Um, I, I started to look up Feldman because his music careers, it, well, he tried to make a music career, but I found a, a nugget and it's Corey Feldman doing John Lennon's Imagine. It is the worst fucking thing I've ever listened to in my life. It's awful. Not it's like Bob Dylan of heart. doing Christmas songs. <laughs> and there's an album of that, by the way. Was um, this uh, on a, a, a television appearance or was this no, just No, like... it's just a random video. And it's got like kind of an okay. R&B intro and then he and then he jazzes into it with his, you know, the first verse. And that's pretty much all I could get through was the first verse. That, I was done. <laughs> my, my, you know, my curiosity level at that point was over. It was, I was good. It was bad. Really bad. But he, th- he thinks of himself as a legit singer, I think. Yeah, I, I think he does, which is kind of sad. I, it, what was it? In 2018, he, he uh, appeared on the Today Show mm-hmm. with, um, I, I think the name of his band is Corey's. Corey's Angels. Corey's oh, Angels. Is that Jesus. what it's called? Where I he's basically so. got female musicians. Mm-hmm. Dressed in lingerie. In oh white, my god, I remember white this. lingerie. Band. Yeah. Yes, I remember this. With yeah. with with wings <laughs> on the Today Show, god. performing this song. Um, and it's just like, did they not like audition him before he came on? Did they not see what was going to happen uh, prior to this live performance? And it's like, oh my god. Got to screen uh, your guests. <laughs> you know? I would have screen fired guests, that man. producer. <laughs> it's crazy. But it's just, and it's ridiculous. And then he gives this story about this, this uh, organization that he's got um, to help lost girls or some shit like yeah. that. I can't remember the exact uh, wording. God <laughs> like, my God. Help them Dude, if I, if I'm, exactly. If I'm producing the, the Today Show, I want a heads up if Corey Feldman's coming on. I want to know what he's planning on doing. <laughs> right. I want to know let's what's going to happen. Let's take a look. Yep, let's take a look at what's going to happen. What do you plan on doing? Just how bonkers is this going to be? Yeah. Exactly. So that I can say, <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is your I watched band? that. Watching that today, I was like, this is, it's so early in the morning to bring that kind of uh, <laughs> yes. <bizarre> energy. energy. <laughs> yes. And he's all like goffed out. He's like, yes, he is. If I remember correctly, he was like a goffed out Michael Jackson. Yep. You know, and it's just like, wow. And like Rusty said, it's like seven o'clock in the (laughs) the morning. morning. Yeah. It's too early for any of that shit. (laughs) Yeah. That's a one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning kind of thing, man. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Well, I mean, it started pretty normal for, I mean, the, the first time I remember seeing him is in Gremlins. Oh, sure. Playing Billy's little buddy. Right. Right. Yeah. Then you had uh, Friday the 13th, the, the ha ha ha, the final chapter. <laughs> and right. the Goonies in 85. So he was, you know, doing some pretty big stuff. Oh, big time. Yeah, he was huge. I mean, in the 80s, especially. Good Lord. Stand yeah. by I mean, me in 86. He made some money, man. On the other side, uh, interestingly enough, the first thing that uh, is on the list for Corey Haim acting is a movie that I told Brian about a few years back with Peter Weller in it from 19... Oh, wow, that's right. 1984 called First Born, where he was playing mm-hmm. uh, Terry yeah. Garr's youngest son. Yeah. 
I remember that movie. That was a good movie. That well, it was kind of fucked up, but it was it was a good movie. Um, kind of scary, bit of a cautionary tale. But um, he was Jay. Yeah. Um. Uh, Weller was legitimately. I remember that movie was on cable in the mid '80s when we first got cable, and yeah, Peter Weller legit frightened me in that movie. I can yeah. see that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Good movie though. Yeah. I, what you, was there? You for should movie? go back and watch it if you haven't seen it. Anybody? They've appeared out together. There? They've appeared together maybe, what, eight, nine times? What was their first movie together? Die. Let me see. Is it License to Drive? That sounds right. No, no. Lost the, Boys. No? The Quarries? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Lost Boys. Um, their first, yeah, it was Lost Boys. was their okay. first okay. movie right. together. And, and to kind of just mention, um, prior to that, Corey Haim was in the movie Lucas. Yes. Yeah, that's Charlie right. Sheen. Great Great fucking movie. Um, it is a good movie. Yeah, it's, probably it's as far as first movies kind of go and starting mm-hmm. points of your career, much better positioned, I think, than Corey Feldman was. Um, sure. T- to be in such a, in a, a critically kind of acclaimed film. So, um, yeah. Okay. If we're going to mention Lucas, I'm going to mention another. It's a documentary that came out two years ago. Um made by Corey Feldman. It's called The Rape mm-hmm. of Two Corys. You guys heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Heard of it. And haven't seen it. That's about, I haven't seen it either, but I know it's about, it has to do with allegations that Feldman has made that Charlie Sheen sexually abused Corey Haim during the making of Lucas. Wow. Wild shit. I think yeah. I did hear something about that a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And the whole documentary basically is about <clears throat> those two experiencing sexual abuse, you know, at the hands of other actors and producers and that kind of thing throughout their entire careers in the entertainment industry. So I've not seen it though. So I don't know. I think yeah, it's difficult it, to watch because it's uh, when it was released, like no one would carry it. No streaming right. service would carry it. I can see that. Yeah. I, well, I, from what I've read too, those allegations have been rebuked by uh, Haim's mother. Yep, I saw and, that too. Yeah. Yes, yeah, some other guy was accused of that. Right. That's um, what I read. She, too she last said night. some other guy did that. Mm-hmm. My truth, the rape of two Corys. Yes, that's it. Came out in 2020, I think. Yep, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so alleged, I guess, should be to protect uh, the yes. ladies' kids from the litigious Mr. Sheen. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <Right>. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I I knew too that Feldman had said that uh, he pointed out that Haim had been sexually abused by pro- movie producers. I think too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's big wigs in the industry. Yeah, which you know wouldn't surprise me in the least. Of course, <clears throat> um, it would make sense when all the drug abuse comes in later. Yeah. Right. Exactly. For the hamster. Uh, The funny, Feldman actually, as far as I know, Feldman was only into like Coke and all that stuff for a couple of years. Okay. Hayne was into everything. At a young age too. Yeah. Right. Right. Hayne pretty much consumed anything and everything near him. 
if you remember, I I know I I know we've watched footage of this before, Brian. The uh, in the what <laughs> Is was this it? the Hame documentary? Eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, because there was like a bunch oh, of tabloid fuck. stories going around about him being on drugs and all this stuff. Yes. Yep. And he put out this home video. What the hell was it? Uh, I can't remember, but I watched it the other night again. I think uh, it was yes. Uh, you me are myself introduced me to it. Me, myself, and I, or some shit like that. Yeah. Something like that. Something yeah. that was the like subtitle. And it, it was basically like a, a big public title. relations thing. It was horrible. And right. It was bad. And the kid in the interview, he's he's so out of it. Like, he's he's talking this ridiculous shit. And the whole thing is a public relations thing to convince everybody that he was not on drugs. <laughs> right. Yes. That's the right. whole point of the whole deal, is to say, hey, I'm sober. Yeah. yeah. Craig, yeah, introduced me to that, and I, and I watched it, and wow. It's something, man. It, it's like, it's hard yeah, not guess, to watch it, but at the same time, you just want to stop watching it. And I guess he did some PSAs um, against drug abuse, which he later revealed at Arsenio Hall, apparently, that he was high at the time oh, of man. these PSAs. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's sad, man. Yeah, it's too bad. I mean... I like Corey Hay, man. I, I really did. Lost Boys, I loved him. I thought he was yeah. really cool. That's sad shit. They, yeah, that's what sucks about the whole thing is that uh, uh, there was a lot of people that said that uh, that he was kind of a shy kid. Yeah. And a lot of, like, the booze... And the drugs and all that stuff kind of uh, helped him overcome a lot yeah. of yeah, 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 yeah. That's sad, man. Yeah, because like I said, his looks suffered really bad um, towards yeah. the very end. I mean, circles under his eyes, and I mean, he didn't look like the same <laughs> kid. He didn't look like he should have looked at that age. He looked way older. So, did you guys watch any of the episodes of their reality show? No, I was never brave enough. It was called. I watched yeah. a little bit of it. Yeah, it was a lot of feuding between the two. Yeah, a lot of animosity. There, yeah, there was, um, and I guess that's kind of due to the substance abuse. I guess that oh, was going for on. Sure. No question. Yeah. Yeah, I I watched a few episodes. I don't know that I watched like the entire season. Oh, I didn't. Um, no. But I did watch at least a few episodes at the end of the first season, kind of going mm. in to what would have been the second season, but I can't remember if it was canceled before or if they only did like a few episodes. Yeah, I think it only went two seasons, right? Yeah, and I don't think yeah. it went two full seasons even okay. at that. Okay, all right. But it was, it was like watching a train wreck. It really Yeah, was. it was pretty bad. It was basically, well, it started out kind of, you know, is kind of a conflict uh, between the two. Um, Feldman, you know, accusing Haim of being fucked up all the time. Haim being defensive about Feldman accusing him of being fucked up all the time. It was it was kind of like that, but it was just a lot of friction. Yeah. Um, but I watched, yeah, two or three episodes easily, sure. And then I was done. And, and, yeah, and, not, and it didn't um, only kind of give you an insight into how fucked up Haim was. With right. the uh, substance abuse, but kind of, <laughs> kind of like, you know, raised the red flags about Feldman 
I think so too. Yeah. For <laughs> what me, the fuck then, is going sure. on with this guy? Yeah. Um, well, and the thing know. is that Feldman wanted to appear as the sober guy during that whole thing. And it's like, you watch it and you're like, huh, I don't know. Feldman's got some issues. Yeah, he's got some issues. He's, he's got, got some issues. Man. He's, a little, he's a little out there, yeah. 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 <laughs> Weirder sober than him is. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in, they kind of had like a sort of a Felix and Oscar odd couple thing going on where, you know, yeah, they did. Feldman yep. was like the kind of orderly, neat freak type, and Haim was kind of a slob. Yes, I agree for sure. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I think he was he was living with him and his his wife during the production of the two Corey's reality show. So he's okay, wow, living with really? them. Yeah, yeah. If memory serves correctly, I think they yeah. were. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Did you, a, a did you guys see Dream a Little Dream? Did you guys see that? Dream a Little Dream, I thought was a good yeah. movie. And that was Me too. probably the last movie I've seen with the Corys. I haven't seen, I think maybe three. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the second one. You know, honestly, Where, when when I looked at their movies last night, I, I saw Dream a Little Dream too. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't really? even know there was a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah, even yeah. aware of a sequel at all. But I do remember the first one, and I liked it. I thought the chemistry was good, and I thought they were good together. And I thought, wow, they could really make something out of this. They're not great movies, but, you know, they're entertaining. And that's an entertaining tandem, if they can make it work, and they couldn't. Like like turning the two Corys into uh, into Elvis's 60s movies or something like that? Exactly, yes. Right. (laughs) Like an updated version of Harem Scarum or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh it's the worst <laughs> Elvis had his silliest so from what I've read they did a, a total of nine movies together uh-huh wow um license yeah. to drive another good one and I'm trying to think of I think I've only seen three mm-hmm. of the films that they've done together and I can't think Which of the ones? other one well I know it was Lost Boy and License to Drive but yeah for me think- Lost Boys License to Drive and Dream a Little Dream I've seen those three. Oh, yeah. I guess it would be those three. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Never saw yeah. Dream a Little Dream. It was good. It was entertaining. I mean, was, I don't know if, if they were trying cute. to be like the next Lewis and Martin or whatever, but they were a tandem for a while, and it was kind of entertaining. They were good. It worked. It was good <laughs> chemistry. Um, and then, God, they just became both of them kind of crazy. And it just fucked everything up. Yeah. There was uh, there was one that uh, they did together in 1993 with Nicole Eggert, because Corey Haim was dating Nicole Eggert for a while. Okay, what was yeah. that? What was it? Oh, Blown Away! It was like this. It was like kind of a Cinemax type movie. Both Corey's in it. Yeah, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, it was like I say, it was a. a Skinamax ish movie where like yeah. you know, Nicole Eggert was kind of playing this. I don't know if it was like a femme fatale type. <laughs> okay. That's just weird. Little uh little Nicole Eggert <laughs> nakedness, which I was I I was on board for. I'm trying to place her. What else has she been in? Charles in charge. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes. okay. okay. Yeah, she was the hot, she was the hot one, the hot sister on Charles in Charge. <laughs> then she was on Baywatch a little later too after she got her implants. Right. 
Charles in Charge, the time when everyone found out that Scott Bayo was kind of a bully, as <laughs> Willie Ames called him. Oh, Ames called him that? Yeah, he did. On a talk show, he was like, you know, Scott Bayo was a bully, period. Straight up, every day. Huh. I'll be I don't find that wow. surprising in the least. You know, I don't either. And now I'm, from what I'm reading, and it's just from what I'm reading, it's necessarily true, but Will Smith is kind of a bully. And it's, I've been reading that a lot. You think so? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what what <laughs> evidence can you point to? <laughs> right, exactly. I'm not sure about that, but I believe you. <laughs> Somebody joking. That uh, I, I wonder what would have happened if The Rock would have been the host of that show and made that joke instead of Chris Rock. <laughs> Something right. tells me that slap would have never happened. Not would Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, the whole thing that, that makes that whole situation really sad is that Chris Rock has this condition. It's, it, it is an actual condition where he was bullied for so long um, during childhood that he lets people walk all over him. And he's been very outspoken about it. He's talked about it. It's like a big deal. So I didn't know when that. you watch that, I didn't either. And so when you watch it now, it's like it's more sad. So yeah. I don't know, I, I've been on Chris Rock's side the whole time. So yeah, I, I am too. I kind of am too. I mean, I think I like Chris Rock a lot better than I like uh, Will Smith. That's I love sure. Will Smith. I love Will Smith. He's great. He's a great entertainer. But you don't assault somebody on stage. Yeah, that's just not the reaction that you you take yeah you know and by the I way mean, the gi jane joke is kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> sorry i can't wait to I'm see sorry but it is <laughs> you're referencing a 90s movie it's kind of funny actually i know it was such a like quasi uh, uh obscure <laughs> reference to that's what was made yeah. in yeah jane too can't wait, can't to, wait see to see it, it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. God, Will's lost a lot of projects now, too. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, we digress. The Corys. Um, yeah, originally, uh, Corey Hames issues, I can't remember uh, because it was, you know, it was booze and pot and cocaine and all that stuff initially, but somehow yeah. he ended up getting on pills. For some, yeah. for some reason, he got something prescribed to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then he got big time into pill popping. Right. Uh, sometime in the 90s. Mm -hmm. He said somas were big ones for him. What did he say? What so the fuck is a soma? What is it's that? A, it's like, a, I think, a heavy-duty tranquilizer. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Let me yeah, see. his career kind of ended, too. Selman's did not. Ames did. Well... I, I guess that's a matter of opinion right. about Feldman. <laughs> I can't say that he's no. got much of a career going on. Not really, but he's still known. People still know who he is. His career continues unabated to this day. <laughs> <laughs> well, he stayed relevant in a really weird way. I'll put it that way. Okay, Soma is a prescription skeletal muscle relaxant. Ooh. Oh, all right. Good for interviews. Yeah, get a good relaxed skeleton going. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle relaxers, perfect for Hollywood interviews. Right. Well, yeah, because if if you guys have ever seen the uh, the remember when those e true Hollywood stories were all the rage in the late nineties? Oh, yeah. Yep, they did one on mm -hmm. Haim. 
Yeah, I remember it. And when they interviewed him, oh, he's he was he's all done. fucked up. He's completely crashed. Yeah, like you can't. There's hardly a point. It, there's like a couple of sentences where he, he says that you can't tell, like more than a couple of words in in a couple right. of sentences that he says. He's like, it's unintelligible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's like somebody's having a stroke. Yeah, Damn. that's what it sounds like. Right. It sounds like he's talking and he's in the middle of a stroke. Yep. Oh, sad shit. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. And they they talked to him a couple of days <laughs> later down by uh down like a pier in LA there where he was hanging out and he's like, you know, uh, things just weren't going my way that day. Right. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah. What year did he die? Oh, that's been. Oh, was it? Twenty ten. Okay. It's been over ten years now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, March tenth. Yeah. So it was just twelve years ago. It was pneumonia was the listed cause. Yeah, pneumonia and in an, uh, <clears throat> a large heart, I think. Yeah. Okay. Is what right. I read. Some it's some <laughs> cardiac term. Um, that was listed on the death certificate, but if I'm not mistaken, he was back living with his mom, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and enlarged hearts can happen due to substance abuse. Sure. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not a doctor, but (laughs) that's what I've heard. I mean, obviously I'm not a doctor, (laughs) but, um, that enlarged hearts can be caused by substance abuse. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. um, Opiates. Definitely. A lot of times, too. Or too much love, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Grinch. It happened to the Grinch at the end of uh, How the Grinch Stole love. Christmas. His heart grew three times that day. Like, yep. God, I thought that had killed him, but that just made him happy. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice in here, he, uh, Feldman wrote an autobiography called Choreography. Yeah. Oh my God. I read that last night. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's 2013. That dude just has way too many play on words in, in his <laughs> life and the shit that he creates. Is too many plays on the word Corey for my liking. <laughs> life as a pun. You know, we talked earlier about them being relevant. I think Feldman forced relevance. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think every time people started to forget about him, he would appear on like the Today Show or whatever. Uh, right. With whatever he's doing lately, whether it's music or whatever. You know, he's like made a, <laughs> a crazy effort to stay atop of things and it hasn't worked out for him. Yeah, Celebrity Wife Swap, I guess. Oh, was yeah. Was he on that too? Yes. Was he on that? It says so. With uh, He swapped with Tommy Davidson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, that's desperate celebrity shit right there. That that's really random. That's desperate celebrity shit. There, I posted on the those '80s kids. Remember, I posted a picture of Prime Nicole Egger oh, from back on Charles go, okay. and Charge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's 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 prime in there. I like I liked her better here than at than after she went to Baywatch and got her. <laughs> Got her boob job. 
Got her heart yeah, marked. We should, you know, we should really post on that website the whole um, Corey Feldman doing a magic thing. Because that was gold. That was absolute <laughs> fucking gold when I heard that last night. I was like, oh my God, he is not really. There's not actually a rendition of Corey Feldman doing fucking Lennon's Imagine out there. And yes, there was. John and Lennon rolling thing. over in his grave. Oh, God, several times. It's like a really cheesy RB intro, and then all of a sudden the singing comes, and oh, oh my God. So, well, like I said, I, I, I thought because Craig introduced me years and years ago. To Bob Dylan's Christmas album, and I thought that was bad. This is far worse. Uh, with Feldman, too. Um, back years ago, when it was the second Michael Jackson trial, when was yeah. that? Like a decade and a half ago, or something like that. Yep, something like that. Yeah. Well, I remember um, Feldman being interviewed on yeah. 2020, and his mm. story was. That at what all these fingers were being pointed at Michael Jackson again. Right. Feldman's story was that Michael Jackson, in his place, had uh, nudie magazines, like mm. pornographic magazines, on a coffee table, and he was showing them to him. That's right. I heard it was a medical um, diagnosis dictionary of like venereal diseases. <sighs> On Jesus genitalia Christ. is what I read. Oh, was it? Michael uh, Jackson. Uh, him. Okay. Really? It's been that's a long time. what I read. Well, this is what Feldman said. And Feldman, uh, uh, Feldman in the interview, yeah. man, he says, well, you know, he didn't molest me or anything like that. He says, but he's like, but I'm a father, you know, and, and all I know is if, if some guy was doing this with my kid, he's like, I would want to beat his ass, you know, and, but right. then Feldman came out years later mm. and said nothing happened. Yep. yep. So I, I, I don't know what to believe with the guy. Well, he said nothing happened, but then he came out a few years later and said, I can no longer defend Michael Jackson. <laughs> because the whatever way the wind's just, blowing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, yeah. dude, come on, pick a side. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, what are you saying? That's why I just, I can't trust a lot of the stuff that comes out of Feldman's mouth. No, I totally agree. Totally it, agree. Yeah. Even if it does turn out to be true. Like, like with the, the, the molestation thing with him and Haim. I, I some of it could be true. I don't know. Right. Like Andy said, opportunistic, period. I highly doubt all of it's true. Nope, me too. <laughs> right. He just... He just does not come across as a very reliable source to me. Oh, good Lord, no. <laughs> no, he's too crazy. Yeah. You know, it, as expected as it was, I was still a little bit saddened when Hayne died because I thought, God, this yeah. you know, didn't have to go that way. This did yeah. not have to happen like that. Because he did, he's, he seemed like a good guy underneath. He was, it all. A, I think he was a good guy. So it's like, you know, this didn't have to happen like this. Yeah, this is really unfortunate. So what? So that Feldman appearance mm -hmm. was that pretty recent on the Today Show or whatever it was. Twenty eighteen. So that's yeah, I was gonna say four or five years ago. Yeah, because I know they were they were talking about <laughs> what was they were talking about doing a, a second Lost Boys movie years ago. I heard about that too. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
And apparently The Goonies 2, it has been announced, it says. That is his latest acting credit. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right. Wow. Yeah, that is a cry for rel- relevance. <laughs> it is. It really is. Can we like, do that? Hey, I'm still here. Somebody look at me. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. 50 year old Goonie here. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Let's do this movie that's going on 40 years old and let's redo it. <laughs> yep. It's uh, Goonies 2. Hey, guys, remember the Goonies? Right. <laughs> you loved this. this movie, remember? You loved it. <laughs> I was in it. Here I am. <laughs> Somebody look at me. Okay, so there was a Lost Boys sequel done in 2000. In there was like a couple of them. Lost Boys like the a couple Tribe. Of them. Who was in it? Feldman. Yeah, and <laughs> I guess that. Uh, no, Jason Patrick? Angus Sutherland. No. No, 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 no. And I guess they didn't even um, offer a part to Haim, which, mm. <laughs> from what I understood, really hurt his feelings. Mm. Jesus Christ. Oh, but um, I think there was another movie that they did together that one of them, probably somebody wrote, or like it was just like a piece for them to like be back in movies. Yeah. From what I'm taking. And Haim <laughs> was fired from it <laughs> because. Oh, geez. Um, because of his substance abuse and not yeah, knowing his yeah. lines and shit like that. Oh man, that's sad. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't, you can't, you know, walk around being effed up all the time and expect to <laughs> have, have have your wits about you and remember all your right. lines and, and exactly have, have all your timing and everything. It just doesn't work. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. Absolutely not. I think it, at some point they, you know. It's sad because I think his substance abuse definitely is a product of being a child actor. Oh, no doubt. In Hollywood, definitely. But um, from that, it's sad that, you know, you felt the need so badly to hang on to that. Yeah, and, you couldn't let go. And instead of moving on, maybe doing something else. Right. I think maybe it's a, maybe it's an addiction to the limelight more than anything could be. could be for sure the adrenaline it, yeah yeah and the drugs come in to help cope with that addiction right yeah and they enhance everything <laughs> yeah it's pretty sad it is sad it's really it really is yeah you can get addicted this, this to a, that i suppose yeah. this is a weird but on uh september 11th feldman says that michael jackson helped uh marlon brando <laughs> elizabeth taylor and liza minnelli out of new york but did <laughs> not <God>. help him <laughs> <laughs> I think he went on to say that you left me to die. Is yeah. that what he said? Really? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. He retaliated, he retaliated in song with the song Megaloman. Oh yeah. My God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh huh. Crazy. Well, I, the thing about Feldman is, I think he sees himself. On the same level as Elizabeth Taylor and and Michael Jackson and Frank Sinatra, he sees himself there. Yeah, more but the, than like the rest of the world is like, you know what? Who? Who is that? <laughs> what? Yeah. Corey who? Yeah. Corey Ray Jepsen. Isn't that her name? Is that oh, her name? That sounds so stupid. If that's not her name. Oh, Carly. Shit. 
Carly. Carly, thank yep. you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm stupid. Corey Ray. <laughs> <laughs> great Southern girl left name. me to die, man. I'm Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die in New York. <laughs> Terrorists. Oh my God! Oh, talk shit. about the who's the who's the real megalomaniac there with that fucking attitude? Oh, I didn't know about that at all. That's hilarious. <laughs> Sad. Are there any other Corys we could throw in? Remember, who's the who's the Cory that wears sunglasses at night? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Is that was that a Cory? That's a Corey. Corey Hart. Corey Hart, yes. Yeah. Okay. So Corey Hart. Just Googling I, Corey Hart here, quick. Interesting Corey Hart story <laughs> for you. So I'm interviewing okay. interesting Corey Hart story. So I'm interviewing the um Milwaukee Bucks after they play the um um Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers, and I'm in the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers locker room, and LeBron James is taking a shower uh before he meets some press and all that shit. So he's in there singing, uh, I wear my sunglasses at night. Yeah, LeBron. <laughs> that was that was right after that was his first year with the Heat. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was with Miami. Yeah, because so, yeah, you interviewed Wade. You interviewed yeah. Wade too. That's right. Yeah, that's... I was like, dude. And Craig LeBron, was with me. Yeah. LeBron is singing sunglasses at night. <laughs> and Braun is in there going, I'll wear my <laughs> he was it was weird yeah it was so crazy <laughs> i was like of all the obscure 80s songs you could be singing he's singing fucking gory hard and andrea will probably remember this remember um lisa simpson's little addiction that she had to uh to calling the cory oh, line the cory hotline the Corey. yeah <laughs> it was like just this this generic like teenage actor this like cute teenage actor named Corey. they never even gave a last name it was just cory yeah <laughs> and she's calling this 900 number to talk to cory and Hi, thank you for calling the Corey hotline. You know, I, I hope you and I can get married someday. <laughs> Here are some words that rhyme with Corey. Story. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was influenced oh, by yeah. Corey's. <laughs> Here are some words that rhyme with Corey. <laughs> right, allegory. Allegory. Montessori. Oh, that's He great. starts reading out of the newspaper. <laughs> Let's see what's happening in the paper today. Hey, by the way, I was uh, Dream a Little Dream 2. And you guys seen it or no? No, no, okay. no, no. I never saw yeah, the first one. I didn't even know it existed until today. Oh, the first one's okay. Yeah, it's good. It's not bad. The first it's one. It's cute. Yeah, it it's is. Cute. Yeah, it's a great, cute little but... teen romance. Exactly. Manic comedy. Yeah. I mean, it's silly and shit, but it's entertaining. Uh, according to the infallible Wikipedia, Steven Spielberg sent Corey Hart a copy of the uh, Back to the Future script, uh, inviting him to audition for Marty McFly. Oh, wow. really? Corey so, Hart. There's an, al there's so an alternate did he audition reality or not? he could live in. Uh, no, he declined. <laughs> huh. He declined? He declined. Oh, preferring, preferring to focus on music. Oh, and look and where that got him. And that's Corey Feldman. <laughs> wow. No, and that's, that's not that, Corey Hart. That right that's there Corey Hart. Some... Oh, okay. That's Corey Hart. Really? Yeah. Really? He should have gone for it. He could have been a oh superstar. Oh, my God. So now he's that. just that guy. He did that song. That one Corey song. Hart? That one song. Corey Hart. Yeah. Corey Hart was offered Marty McFly? Yeah. 
Okay. This is, what, this is what Wikipedia is telling me. I don't know. Wow. Well, there's a number of scenes with Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly. Yeah, he started out as Marty McFly. Yeah. Like the you can see like the the scene in the diner where he runs into his teenage father there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that scene was filmed with him. There was a number of scenes that were filmed with Eric Stoltz. Yeah, I knew about Eric Stoltz. The Corey Hart? I didn't know about that. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. crazy. So it's like Michael J. Fox thing got like really sloppy thirds on that, I guess. Exactly. God knows it could be yeah. even more than that. Yeah. And so took that to another a, level. Everybody in America, regardless of profession, was offered <laughs> for that, that part. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. But you have to wonder, though, if Michael J. Fox wouldn't have gotten it, if the movie would have ever been as popular as it was. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, Eric Stoltz was a fairly big name actor, but he wasn't Michael J. Fox. Exactly. He wasn't. No. No. He's no Michael J. Fox. And Michael, because Michael J. Fox added much more of a, a comedic element to Marty McFly than than Eric Stoltz ever did. Ever could have. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think probably a much more wholesome kind of kid going into it made it way more believable than I think Naturally, Eric Stoltz yeah, would have been at I that agree. point. Yep. Because I think Eric Stoltz was in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which he I was. think came out yep. before Back to the Future, right? Sure. Where he's one mm -hmm. of the stoner kids that hung around Jeff Spicoli. Right. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Uh, so the list of uh, the list of considered stars were John Cusack, C. Thomas Howell, Johnny Depp, Ralph Macchio, Charlie Sheen, John Cryer, Ben Stiller, <laughs> Peter DeLuise, Billy Zane, George Newbern, Robert Downey Jr., Christopher Collette, Corey Hart, and Matthew Modine. Holy okay. shit! Damn. Does Corey Hart have a, an acting background? No. Okay. Very confused about that selection. <laughs> I really am. I don't get it. He's some random seeker from the 80s, and all of a sudden you're you're picking him to star in a role for a movie, a big movie. They must have really liked that song. I guess so. <laughs> I can see that John too. Cusack. I can see John Cusack maybe doing okay in that role, but I don't know. That that's a I don't know. Michael J. Fox is perfect. Perfect for that role. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be, I couldn't see it with anybody else. No, I can't either. No. Yeah, way. when you mentioned all John John Cusack was way too much slapstick during that yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Because he had Better Off Dead and One Crazy Summer around that time. Better Off Dead, by the way. Oh my God, fucking gold. Hold yeah. Up. Oh, for sure. Absolute fucking eighties gold. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Want my two dollars? Yeah. <laughs> No, back the whole, to the, the back to the future. Movie, is, man. Back to the future is one of the few movies I've seen where the audience actually applauded at the end of the movie. Really? Yeah, you know, in the theater. Yeah, and I was like, wow. "This is really cool." Yeah. Same thing happened at Rocky Three. Um, <laughs> you know, where the whole audience just went into applause, and I was like, "This is really cool." Wow, I don't know so, that I've ever been in a movie where they did that, or really. In a theater where they've done that, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a film theater in Fort Worth, Texas, yeah. There was a few people that applauded in that um, that uh, uh, Force Awakens <laughs> at the end really? of that. Yeah. Huh. 
Interesting. I think it was their own. I think it was mostly because of that last scene where she's like going to hand the lightsaber to Luke. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. You guys ever walk out of a movie? No. Ever? No. Ever? Wanted to really? a couple of times. But okay, never no. Have. Yeah. I've I've walk stopped a DVD one. movie I've been watching. Oh, I've done that. Sure. The, like the home equivalent of walking out on a movie, but <laughs> one I came close to, but um the person I was seeing with seeing it with at the time had fallen asleep. So I oh, okay. couldn't really walk out. I walked out of Mo Money with Damon Wayans. Really? It was so bad. Oh, it's so a ter- that's bad. terrible movie. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. I saw it's it in the theater. Awful. I saw Me that too. in the theater too. Yep. And I left. I left about an uh, hour into it. I was like, all right, I'm done. This is yeah. Well, I enjoy yeah. I enjoyed it at the time, but I was 15 freaking years old, you know, and I was, you know, See, watching in living color. I was probably 21-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm done. Nope. The movie I would have walked out on was, uh, what was it, Dracula? With Keanu oh, Reeves. Yeah. Oh, Reeves. my God. Yeah. God, that movie was so fucking boring. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It just did not end. Even with Keanu Reeves in it and Gary Oldman as the fucking vampire, it, like, was not enough. Just terrible. Yeah. Well, the thing about Mo Money, I was thinking, is it's Damon Wayans. It's going to be good. Somewhat good. Yeah. It's going to be, right? <laughs> you know, it's Damon Wayans in Living Color. It's going to be great. And wow, I just, I after an hour, I was like, we got to go. I can't take this. You know, and we, we left. Yeah. <laughs> you know. One of the very few things I remember about that movie is that there was a song out of it that was popular at the time. Um, the best things in life are free. <laughs> you remember that song? Yeah. Yeah. That song was popular at the time. Which movie? Mo Money. Mo Money. Okay. I, I've never seen it. I never I don't I remember don't who in the hell did the song, but Yeah, it's the only movie movie I've ever left during. Ever. I just I don't know. What in the movie that day? Well, it debuted at number one and made thirty million dollars. So Oh my God, God, really? Dude, that was Janet. Wow. That was Luther Vandross and Janet Jackson. Oh, okay. I had no idea. Hmm. Wow. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess we've thoroughly um, (laughs) broached the topic of the quarries there that we've moved on to talking about (laughs) more interesting stuff, which... Bad. It but for Corey, Corey Feldman, um, 
if he happens to be listening to this podcast at any time, you know, <laughs> it's okay to retire. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's okay. okay. To ha- it's okay to give it up. It's okay. You yep. know, not an okay. issue. No one's going to have an issue. To. You don't need to do that. <laughs> you don't need to do it anymore. No, just be done. You can be done. Just it's be okay. Done, yep. It's okay. So with that, <laughs> um, thank you for joining us on this episode of Those 80s Kids Remember <clears throat> Talking About the Corys. Uh, do be sure to check us out on Facebook. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Uh, check us out on Patreon. Those 80s Kids Remember, where if you would like to support those 80s kids, um, first, you know, small monthly donation. It'll unlock some extra content in the forum of Afterthoughts with Craig and Brian. Quite a few episodes up there that would be unlocked um, if you would like to support us. Make sure you um, download us or stream us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I should say uh, you can stream us directly from those80skids.com or you can download, of course, uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, even Audible, wherever you prefer to get your podcasts. Those 80s kids are there. So, uh, Marcus is your favorites. Would appreciate it. So we'll be back with you um, at a later date with another great episode of Those 80s Kids Remember. I am Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Greg. And I'm Rusty. Those 80s Kids are Andy Lane, Brian Lumberg, Craig Dillon, and Rusty Daddy. Music by Tokada. Third-party clips used within are the sole property of their respective owners. Those 80s Kids Remember podcast is a production of those80skids.com, 2021, all rights reserved.